Happy Thursday. Today's episode is one of the best conversations I've ever had in my entire life. (laughs) And I got to have it with Dr. Greer Kirshnenbaum, who is the author of The Nurture Revolution. I've talked about this book so many times. And in today's episode, I'm pulling out a little clip from my whole conversation with her on the topic of how long does infancy actually last? Many people think six months, many people say a year, but she actually says it's three years. And in this little snippet, you'll get to hear why. So if you want to check out the full conversation, be sure to check out my Out of the Box Mamahood course. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you to find more on that. Otherwise, enjoy. I think most people in their brain think like zero to six months-ish, maybe a little bit longer. But you actually say zero to three. So I'd love to know like why you label that as infancy. Such a good topic that I just would love all parents and professionals, the whole world to understand. Starting in the world of babies and working as a doula, I would see this so often. People were kind of picking an arbitrary month or sometimes it was the first birth. In Canada, we have maternity leave for 12 months, 12 months or 18 months. So at that point it was 12 months. And it was, I saw person after person picking like 12 months. That's the day they're not a baby anymore. I'm not picking them up when I ask. I'm not feeding them. I'm not going to breastfeed anymore. I'm going to not respond to them at night, right? Just like all of the like sweet, loving baby care kind of just got cut off at this day because of this kind of this myth, right? Like they're not a baby. Other people, it's like you said, six months, right? It's all over the place, right? But if we anchor it in science and actually also in the needs of a baby and their developing brain... I define infancy as zero to three years. That's where the neuroscience field defines infancy. And a lot of it has to do with the immaturity of their brain, how the infant brain is really in like an incredibly special state in those first three years and really needing a lot of that care from us, right? A lot of that holding, proximity, emotional support, often feeding, breastfeeding or bottle feeding, you know, whatever we do, they really need it for all of that time. And society is really set on making it shorter. I used to make feel bad about telling people it was three years because it's so truncated that it's like 12 and it's like, well, like it's not just a few months longer than you think. It's like years longer than you think. It's pretty significant. Yeah. Well, and I feel like I have a little over a two-year-old right now. And so what I can see when people interact with him, because he has opinions and he's starting to gain like where he wants his independence a little bit and he can talk and he can have a conversation with you. I think that people assume because you can now speak and you have an opinion that now you need to be treated almost like an adult. You no longer need nurturing. You no longer need hugs and kisses and snuggling and sleeping with us in bed. That it just kind of now cuts off that whole, what you describe as nurturing. But what I love about what you break down and what I constantly remind people around me, that he like still is not thinking with the logical, critical thinking part of his brain. He is still very much in like this emotional part of the brain. So talk a little bit about like those three different brain segments that you have and what you think about, like, I mean, is that familiar for you as well, being a doula or watching kids grow up that like once they kind of gain the ability to like put on a coat or put on their shoes that now it's like, all right, you don't need nurture. Yeah, people go so far to say like, oh, if they can ask for milk, that's the end of it. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, going back to the brain, really, their survival systems are developed at birth, right? Babies can breathe, their heart can beat, they can pump blood, they can 
eat, digest, eliminate food, all the survival, the survival circuits are there working. And it's their emotional brain that's really, really susceptible to experience in those first three years. That's the part of the brain that's really taking in experience and shaping the connections, neurochemistry, all of, you know, all the aspects of the emotional brain get formed in infancy. And a huge part of it happens in relationship with their caregivers, with parents, caregivers, and the people who take care of them and how they respond. And that's really, that part should be the focus of all of infancy, right? From zero to three years. That's the part that we need to baby, treat like a baby, treat like it needs tons of help, tons of support, like really a lot, a lot, you know, right? I have a five-year-old yeah. as well. I'm kind of just like recovering from this <laughs> intensity, still recovering. <laughs> and when we do cut off that baby time early, we're sort of saying to them, well, use your thinking brain now, right? So the third part of the brain is the thinking brain. And this is the part that does very complex uh, equations, right? The things we're kind of asking babies to do before they're fully mature, like self-regulation, impulse control, future planning, these big, big independence, right? A lot of these things we're trying to ask young babies to do, but that part of their brain is not functioning quite yet. It only begins to be sort of come online around age three. It still is incredibly immature throughout all of childhood. And it doesn't finish developing until we're 25 years old. So <laughs> we're kind of asking like one or two year olds to do things that like they might not be able to do until they're 26. <laughs> 